Hi everyone, welcome to episode 3 of our Get to Know the Team series. We wanted our first series to showcase the skills and diversity of our team. Working in tech is not all about coding. Everyone at Mind of My Own has different backgrounds that all add to the unique richness of our company. Today's podcast format is going to be a little different because these are recorded through Skype and that fits perfectly with today's theme which is all around remote working. We're talking today with Alex, Roz and Cameron who will all discuss what their day-to-day working life looks like. Working from locations from Newcastle to Liverpool to Glasgow. The first question that we always ask our guests um, is who from your childhood would you most like to get a drink with and why? If I was to pick someone fairly off the top of my head, I think it would be the girl from the village I grew up in who lived down the road. Her name was Hannah and she was the first friend I ever had. It'd be interesting to know how she was doing. Oh, that's amazing. Sweet. Hannah, I wonder what she's up to today. (laughs) I followed her on Instagram for a while, but she was kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have to buy her a lovely, lively drink. What would it be? Oh, I have no idea. Pina colada. Mm, that's good choice. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> so you are our newest member of the team, aren't you? It's and, a pleasure. Uh, it's, a, it's a mutual pleasure. um, And you're based, I guess, the furthest away from the London office of anybody. Did you have experience of remote working before, Cameron? I did, yes. I'd been doing some freelance work for some photography clients out in Cyprus. Um, I still occasionally edit some pictures for them. It's lots of fun. How did you find out about the vacancy here at Mind of My Own? Um, So I was quite lucky. I'd been scouting about for, you know, some work that I could do um, on top of... Uh, living (laughs) and I got an email through from Who Cares Scotland and they'd identified this as a a vacancy that would be you know particularly interesting to care experienced people and you know when I I looked it up I looked it up online and I was amazed by the product and I I jumped on the opportunity to apply. Amazing so you've mentioned um, that it was opened up to care experienced people and it's been our aim for ever since the beginning, that we would love to give employment opportunities to care experienced people, but we wanted to wait until the company was of a certain size and kind of maturity, I guess, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. we hopefully could do it well. Um, I don't know whether you've got any views on that, because I hope that you're going to be the first of many. (laughs) I, I hope to be the first of many too, and let me just say right off the bat that you know, I absolutely will champion the expert by experience model until the cows come home. It's, you know, it's something I feel very strongly about. And, you know, many other care experienced people do because, you know, having been on the inside of, of the machine of the system and, you know, seeing what it's like from our perspective, I feel like we really have something to offer. You know, for we've moved offices several times, we've shared offices, we didn't always feel that we had an environment that was 100% supportive. And that's kind of typical of small growing companies, really. Mm -hmm. And now, of course, we're here in Baker Street. It's well equipped. We are much more established. Our team is bigger. And we all hopefully, and I think we do, tend to support one another anyway. So it definitely felt that the time was right. Um, And, of course, we're so pleased you've joined us. (laughs) As am I. So tell us a bit about what you kind of think about how you're 
you're going to shape up your role up there in Scotland um, doing some account management. I feel more like this role is going to be shaping me, if I'm entirely honest. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I've already been up and down to Aberdeen, South Lanark, so that's 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 the whole north and south of the country. Um, I've been to haven't been to Perth yet, but there's there's definitely going to be a lot of of seeing this gorgeous country that I live in. Um, Lovely. Yeah, and it's it's been nice sort of networking, uh, and I'm glad that we do have a few local clients sort of based in Glasgow. Uh, it'll be good to you know just be able to pop into town and provide the support people need face to face. And I think that's the real value of having me up here. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna um, ask you the first question, uh, which is the first question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who from your childhood would you most like to get a drink with today, um, and why? And also, what drink would you get for them? I think the person I would most like to catch up with from my childhood would be my science teacher, Dr. Perry. Um, from first year seniors because she was the only teacher actually uh, within my school environment who accepted me for who I was and appreciated the fact that I wasn't um, so much an academic person as a more a physical education person um, enjoyed all the sports and the school that I went to was more inclined to follow academic support rather than sports it wasn't their sort of thing but she sort of highlighted me as as the individual that I was and and taught me to embrace that even if it was more as a hobby rather than something that was within school and as a result of the way that she treated me um, it enabled me to actually succeed in in the subject itself you know it was the first time I was actually achieving A grades within the subject because you know just for who she was really and and how she accepted me and how she enabled me to be myself even if it was in a subject that I wasn't strong at so yeah I think it would definitely be her. That's amazing I love that it's so important to have a teacher that really understands how you learn best and like gives you that confidence to 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 learn new things because that can be kind of scary it's always kind of a wonderful thing well she was the one that then encouraged me to to look at doing veterinary work then and you know look at the sciences in that respect rather than the sciences as an enemy because it was it was you know school wasn't something that I was that interested I wanted to be out there and be sort of having physical activity rather than sitting at a desk and doing things and so it, it's you know it encouraged me to, to to work towards the sciences then for something that I might want to do after school which was to go into veterinary in some form so uh, I think that that benefited me a lot because I did go into veterinary at one stage and uh, continued with it with the animals for quite a long while before I came into you know back to really working with people. Well, we did hear one of your lovely little dogs in the background. Oh. <laughs> that was a nice touch. How did you arrange that for us? Uh, I, I think that's 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 just Jovi as Jovi. Well, you've intrigued us now, and I'm sure the listeners as well. And um, we have this sort of loose theme around this episode of remote working. Mm-hmm. And I wondered if you would mind just describing where you're sitting now, Ros, because you're a long way away from Scarlett and me, aren't you? 
I am, yes, based in Liverpool. Um, I've actually got an, an office space worked up in my flat uh, set up, which is in my living room area, which is like an open plan living diner area. And there's a little space in an alcove, a little tiny wee space that's been set up as, as an office area. So I've got my laptop and my desk and my office chair and everything nicely fits in this little square. Lovely. Under my skylight. <laughs> nice. Thank you. That's awesome. So uh, <laughs> can you tell um, me a little bit more about what you do? I mean, I know that you do so many things. You help out with account management. You help out with support emails. You help out with organizing travel for everyone. So could you just walk us through what um, a typical day looks like? What are the types of things that you get up to? A typical day for me is not the same every day. It's It varies literally from one day to the next. It's supporting with the support email. So any of our leads or workers who contact us, it could be for a number of different reasons. That's so interesting how you say that um, every single day looks different because I think that's really true for the entire team really. I think that we all really have a really varied schedule which makes working at Mind My Own really exciting. It is very exciting because, because you literally don't know what's going to come at you next. I can see why we rely on you so much, Ros. So how do you find working remotely um, or working in Liverpool where the rest of the team is kind of based in other locations? I don't actually have a problem with it. I think because from the start, everything is, is done remotely and I'm so used to now speaking to people on the phone and um, through email. It, it's just it's just a way of, of working now. and and because the responses are quite fluent and, and everybody gets in touch with each other and you can get in touch with someone if it's not even if it's not the person that you need there is somebody else there to have you don't tend to notice it I mean all this almost feels like we're in the same room together even though we're not um, but having been a manager in a call centre as a team leader who ran a remote team so my entire team worked from home and I just had a desk in the in the call centre Interesting. That is a, that's a really good point. I think we do a really good job of communicating as well. We're always talking on Skype and sending photos and everything like that. So it always feels really great when we do meet up in person. It never feels like we're all strangers or anything like that. Uh, uh, I think VoxCon was one of the biggest changes for me because so many of the people that I saw at the event were people that I email, some of them on a daily basis. And to actually put the face to the name and see who the, who the actual person is in relation to the, the, the text messages, the, the messages that you send and the emails that you send was really sort of, sort of really interesting. It was really nice to be able to, to sort of know those people now. Amazing. Yeah, VoxCon was great. It was such a great event. And it was so true. You get to see so many people in the room. It was really, it was really great to see that. Well, amazingly, we've come to the end of our conversation. Thank you so much. It's been extremely illuminating. Thank you very much, Rob. No worries. And thank you, Jodie. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Thank you for joining us. The same question that we ask everybody at the beginning of our podcasts, which is, who from your childhood would you like to meet up with for a drink today? 
Well, lovely to be a part of your podcast. Um, I did have to think long and hard about this question because uh, I do take these things very seriously. And I couldn't narrow it down more than past two answers. So I have to say two. And one one of the uh, people that I'd like to say is somebody I've never met in my life, but had a big influence on my childhood. And so that person would be Jim Carrey. Uh, I, I would love to go for a drink with him because I feel I lived my life through his films in the 90s. Uh, I used to like playing around and probably playing the fool, if you ask my parents. And I think his uh, demeanour on screen had a large part to do with that. So I think I'd be fascinated to uh, meet a bit of a comedy icon in him. And second person is probably a bit more of a serious one. And that would probably be my nan. Uh, the nan on my father's side, who uh, unfortunately passed away when I was only five years old. Uh, I didn't really have a chance to form too many memories. Unfortunately, she suffered quite badly in her later years with a couple of strokes, and that, that sort of impacted her her speech. So we never really ever had a chance to sit down and have a conversation. But she had a big influence on me. She used to be a great cook. Uh, she used to love baking, and as a, as a child, apparently, I was very keen to be in the kitchen with her and watching her bake and make things. Oh, that's so great. I love those two answers. So you are um, on the business development team with me and also Amanda and Natalie, but uh, you're a little bit special in the fact that you're in Newcastle while the rest of us are based in London. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, how you found Mind My Own and how it's working for you? Of course. I found Mind of My Own because I was at a, a special moment in my own career and I suppose my um, the, the area of my life where I wanted to start looking at things in a different perspective. I'd had a quite a big background working in higher education so I'd had three spells at different universities crossing over into business development but it's a different terminology we probably have used so my specialty used to be uh, working with alumni and soliciting support financially for different initiatives and I suppose then uh, similar to Natalie's story which she said she found through uh, Escape the City that was my same pathway so there's a great lesson I suppose to be learned in where you decide to advertise positions like this is a really interesting uh, case in people how they find what fits for them. I think it for me just felt like a great crossroads moment where I found a company and I was in a particular part of my life where I wanted to do something different so that that's how I came to find it. In terms of the location side which I know you want to get onto I saw that the position wasn't restrictive and that's one of the key reasons I thought this company sound brilliant and they sound really outward looking. Alex, how do you find working remotely most of the time? I find it really works for me, but I would stress that it hasn't always felt as easy as it does now. I think it's taken me a while just to find my feet. And in the early days, I was what I would term really eager to learn and take everything on board. 
but I was constantly warned by yourself, Yvonne, and other people to not put too much pressure on myself because it can take a little while just to, you know, find your feet, learn the ropes. And I think the the sector that we're working in is slightly new to me, or it, it was at the time that I began. So in that respect, there were ups and downs. So there were some weeks where I felt I was really finding my feet in terms of the content. And then there were other weeks where you can feel a little isolated because you don't want to be pestering people all the time if you're still trying to learn things. So you're doing a lot of self-reading and trying to keep up with the news and developments in the sector about what's happening with local authorities or schools, for instance, was one of the prior. Um, so it was, just a, it was just a new adventure for me. So that takes time. But I think that the payoff is worth it once you get used to it. Yeah. Wow, thank you. And how do you find um, our daily conversations on Skype? <laughs> yeah, I love them. I find them really liberating. I mean, I used to work in offices where I'd go for a drink on a Friday and I'd meet with someone that sits at the opposite end of an office and we'd get on like a house on fire. And the first thing we would always say is, why didn't we talk to each other through the week? Like we just kind of walk past each other, like passing ships in the night. Yeah. And I think that that has a certain cultural thing that happens where wherever you are, whether it's a big or a small company, that office working is only as constructive as you make it. And remote working is very similar, but we tend to make it extremely constructive because we're able to streamline all the processes. So another amazingly full episode where we covered job hunting, working remotely in a range of situations and how to make that work. We were joined briefly by Jonas the dog and were introduced to another intriguing series of people who had been childhood influences. It was so great to talk to Alex, Ros and Cameron. We'll be publishing episodes for this series every two weeks. Next episode, we will be speaking to our other Amanda and Alex, who do finance and social media respectively. In the meantime, please rate and subscribe. See you soon. Bye. Bye.